So as much as it is important to review your year, take some time to reflect in the past year, what all you did to get accomplished and, and you know, how you started the year and how you ended the year. More importantly, I think is going into this year, document the beginning of the year where you're at so that next year you can actually take a real look at what you did this year and have real measurable data around it. That's the nerd in me talking. So that when you go into 25, that doesn't mean that you start, don't do anything in 24. But when you go into 25, you're going to be in a better position than you are right now heading into 24. Maybe you'll get more accomplished. Maybe you won't. So much of our lives inside Either in traffic at work or close out How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Work Wherever podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about AI, automation, the ability to work wherever so you can live every day like it is Saturday. I'm your host. I'm Roy, Roy Edwards. And today's episode, I'm by myself, which means it's a Roy's rant episode. It's less of a rant today and more of just kind of an overall conversation. It's going to be a quick hitter, maybe about five, 10 minutes, 15. We'll see where the audio experience takes us. But this is a Roy's rant episode. That means I'm solo by myself. The other three episodes that we have are the Homegrown with Haley. That's my wife. That's where we talk about homegrowing or <laughs> homeschooling <laughs> and uh, homeschooling our children, taking them places, travel, more of a lifestyle blog. It is the byproduct of working wherever. Then we have the internet hotspot. That's with Sydney generally. Uh, Destiny's been on those as well. That's where we talk about trending news articles. We're going to do those more frequently in the new year. We're going to talk about tech trends, how they affect us in our daily lives and how they affect our ability to work wherever and then we have our guest episodes and the guest episodes uh i the uh they became more frequent this this year towards the end so we're aiming for about one of those a month in the new year let's see how that goes so today's episode is about the new year and we're gonna go over the top three things that people are doing both from a personal perspective and from a business perspective when they're heading into the new year and then how you can attack them. So let's go ahead and get started. From a personal perspective, the number three things that people are looking to accomplish in the new year, drum roll please, the number one thing, well, let's start with the number three thing. The number three thing is to get organized. So to get organized is kind of the one that I could probably help you with the most. That is understanding your organization, understanding what it is that you're doing on a daily basis, making your, your checklists. Uh, we call them bricks in our organization. If you're new to the show, the bricks are the things where it's like, I write down five things I'm going to get accomplished in the day and I write them down. And, and the days that I don't write them down, I'm like super scatterbrained. I don't really know <laughs> what to do. Um, those are the days where I walk downstairs at like noon to get lunch. And Haley looks at me and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Those are the days where I don't set my bricks. So to get organized, that's where I think you should start is just simply like writing down a checklist of things that you want to get accomplished. I think that that is from a personal perspective that changed like everything when I started doing my bricks. And if you want to get like specifics on bricks, so I run agile. So I'm attacking things in two weeks 
two-week sprint intervals. In fact, I did a whole podcast series on these when this podcast was called the Innovari Podcast and it was all about innovation. I did three seasons on breaking down agile methodologies and how you can apply it to your everyday life for innovation, which Innovari means innovation. That's why it was called the Innovari Podcast. But this is the trick to innovation is taking small points of action, 1% better, uh, doing all those fun things. And you can only get 1% better is when you take a look at where you're headed. So you say, okay, in a year, I want to be here or in five years, I want to be here. I'm going to reverse engineer that into milestones, which are chunks, chunk goals. Okay. In three months, I want to be here six months, nine months, et cetera. Then from those chunk goals, that's where you break it down into two weeks. Okay. In order to reach that over the next two weeks, I have to do X, Y, and Z. And in order to hit those two week goals, then I have to do this today, these five things. And they're all measured toward or headed towards where you're headed. That's agile methodology has been around for a long time. I just took those methodologies, placed them on my personal life. And then I track my bricks every day. So my five key tasks that I have to get done in a day, I score them at the top. So I'll be like, I'm a hundred and whatever in three this year, um, which I'm not, I don't know exactly what I'm at. My book's not down here, but I'm somewhere between 89 and 91% completion. And what I mean by completion is getting all five things done in a day. It's not like I got four done today and then I rolled that over to the next day. And no, it's not like that. I write down my five. I have to get those five done or I lose the day. And then that's where my 90% win rate is. I have a 90% win rate on the day, getting the whole day accomplished. And I, I would encourage you guys to do the same thing. Everything changed. In fact, I do. My, I have my team do this too. We run Agile Methodology as an organization as well. So we set our two-week sprints as an organization. We assign those tasks to build out as to say where we set, we want to head. And then we meet daily on our scrum calls, our meeting stand-ups, which we call bricks, where we say, what are you getting done today? You know, what'd you do yesterday? What are you getting done today? That sort of thing. And then of course we do retrospect at the end of those two weeks to say how to go, how did things uh, work out for us? Are we on the right track? So that's get organized. That's the number three thing that people are trying to do. And from a personal perspective, there you go. That's how you can get organized. Otherwise just audit what you got, right? And audit what you got from a business perspective means what do we have? What are we running? How do we do things? And from a personal perspective, it means cleaning out the attic, which I know is a dangerous thing. If you guys are anything like my house, when I moved out of my last house, so we lived in a split level, a four bedroom, was it four? No. Yeah. Four bedroom split level with an office and we had an attic and that attic was like a time capsule. It's just a time machine. We would just throw things up there that we were like, we need to hold on to this. So then when we moved, we just assumed that everything in the attic was things that we needed to hang on to. And so when we moved to this new house, which this new house is, it's bigger than the old house by size. It's like twice the size. And I'm trying to think in terms of bedrooms, if we have more or less bedrooms, we have one more bedroom. So we have five bedrooms here. The last one was four. We're double the square footage, at least in this one. And we have a garage and this one didn't have a garage in the last house. We moved everything here, put it in the garage, which if you guys have ever moved, putting boxes in a garage is like. That's the, like, yeah, we'll get to it later. You never get to it. So just throw it away. But when we did start opening up boxes, it's like junk. It's trash. It's like, why, why were we doing this? What, what future self did I think that these like cardboard cutouts of nothing did I really need? So just, just do yourself a favor, go through your attic and get, uh, throw some stuff away because I guarantee you're not going to need it in five years. That like Ikea 
table that you never put together or is missing a leg and you think you're just going to get a screw off Amazon to fix it, you're not going to do that. This isn't your year. This isn't the year that you go and you fix the Walmart side table that is missing a screw. It's, it's not it. Okay. In fact, that screw that you're looking to find on Amazon or wherever it is that you purchase probably is worth more than the table that you're trying to fix. Just get another table. It's, it's going to be okay. I promise you. So that's how you can get organized. The number two thing is lose weight. I had nothing for you here, man. I am not a big lose weight goal setter. So if that's you approach in the same form or fashion, what weight do you want to hit? Break it down. And then what key piece of action can you take today? Which gets to the, the first one as well, which is exercise more. And so exercise more has to do with time. And I might be able to actually help you with this one. The lose weight thing, I got nothing. I got, I, I don't, I can say, take the, the answer that I gave for number three, to get organized and the agile methodologies and apply that to, to weight. And then that's, that's my answer for you. Sorry. First one, though, exercise more is going to have to do with time management. And so time management is going to get down into, you guessed it, technology and organizing your day through time management and the applications that we talk about here on this show. And that's going to come down to to do planner, Microsoft Teams and automation. If you can take some of the, the mundane tasks that you guys are running on a day to day basis and automate them or document them and say, what is it that I'm actually doing in a day-to-day -day basis? What's taking up most of my time? What can I automate? What can I process capture so that I can hand off to a virtual assistant or an assistant or scale or hire somebody, whatever you get, wherever you place that activity, that's how you're going to be able to exercise more or travel more or make it to dinner on time or whatever, whatever your goal is in that number one slot, which this just happens to be exercise more says, um, my friend, ChatGPT Bing chat, actually it's Bing enterprise chat co-pilot, with ChatGPT four, they keep changing the name Bing chat. Now it's co-pilot rebrand. Make up your mind, Microsoft. What is it? It should have been Cortana, but I digress. If you want more time, you're going to have to automate. And I don't mean automation in a sense of like skipping things over. I mean, getting super understanding of what it is that you do on a day-to-day -day basis within your organization or just individually, and then finding ways to speed that process and become more productive to free up time. And if that goal of yours is to exercise more, then you'll watch your day get done sooner so that you can head to the gym. Or you'll be able to open up time in the morning that you can work out knowing that you're going to get through your stuff through the day because you're automating more. Another trick there for working out and exercising more is I got a standing desk. It's like uplift, I think is what mine is. And I got one of those treadmill underneath it. Whew. Haley got me that for Father's Day this past year, two years ago. And I use that thing like every day, just about every day. Uh, I use the standing desk every day for sure. In fact, 90% of the time, my desk is in the standing position. It's not sitting down. All my developer friends out there, you know what sitting down. It, 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 once you sit there and you start coding away and you look up and it's like, six hours later and you're like, what have I done? Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I just got sucked into this trance. So standing up will help you shift a little bit and give a little bit of movement. Um, and then the, the treadmill just helps so much more. I love it. So exercise more automate will get you to the point of exercise. Or if you 
are like, I'm Roy, I've already automated everything. I listened to the show. Well, first you haven't automated everything, but get yourself a standing desk with a little, uh, little treadmill guy, you know, do that. So it, then it gets into talking about tips for a successful new year. And so those three things is set smart goals. And so smart is an acronym specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Time-bound is what we talked about in saying, I'm going to be here at this specific time, right? That's what time-bound is. You're time-boxing your goals to, 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 to create a sense of urgency for yourself. Relevant. Make sure that those goals are specific to what it is that you want to accomplish. If you don't care to be a bodybuilder and you're like, I'm going to work out three times a day and I'm going to track my macros and you're like, okay, but is that is that like totally necessary? Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to do over there, but, or maybe a better example would be like, I really want to focus on my business this year. So I am going to, uh, learn Bulgarian. They're not totally related, right? So if it's not relevant to where it is that you want to head, uh, don't waste your time. And maybe you do that on the side, but like, that's not a goal. <laughs> it shouldn't be a goal that you're setting. Maybe it's just like a hobby you pick up. But your goal should be relative to where it is that you want to get in the time box that you've set. Achievable. A lot of people argue different aspects of this, right? Some people be like, make your goals achievable so you get that dopamine hit, which is what the smart goals are. I always set like dumb goals, like epics, where it's just like, there's no way I'm going to reach that. But it's taking my mindset to a point where it's like, okay, well, if I were to not hit this totally impossible goal, what would I have to do in order to hit that impossible goal? And then somewhere along those lines, you'll actually start to make a blueprint blueprint plan around it. So long as your crazy goal isn't like fly, grow wings and fly, because that'd be ridiculous. But if it is something like something, like maybe your like achievable goal was to be like, I want to grow my business to like 3 million. Okay, well, a crazy goal would be like, I want to grow my business to like 30 million, right? You're not at three yet. How are you going to get to 30? But by laying out the plan of how to get to 30, it's actually going to make the plan to get to three a lot more achievable and a lot more clear. So setting those like crazy goals and then breaking them down into like the agile methodology, we'll call them themes. The, the yeah, a more applicable word, I guess that is more universal would be like milestones. Um, but that's how you do that is how you approach your goals and make them achievable so you get those small dopamine hits. But make sure they're measurable, whatever it is, whether it's a 30 million dollar crazy goal or a three million dollar you know i could probably do this goal measurable and at building out your kpis uh, your key performance indicators those are going to be what's most important because you can't just set a goal and then turn your back and then just run no you have to measure what it is that you're doing if you're looking to lose weight and you never get on a scale throughout the process of trying to lose weight how do you know you're losing weight or not same thing applies to your business and same thing applies to your career right you need to make sure that you're measuring things and don't get too keen on these measurements, right? Because anyone who's ever tried to lose weight before or gain weight or whatever it is that you're trying to do, you get on the scale after a day, you probably haven't lost anything. And that doesn't mean that you beat yourself up, right? It's like anything that's worth worth doing is going to take time and it's going to be hard to do. So don't, don't get after yourself just because the first day you stood on a scale, you're still a fat ass like me. Okay. Don't do that. It's going to take time. Make sure that you're you're measuring. And when you do measure, make sure your KPIs and your measurements are consistent. And like, again, I'm going to use the, the losing weight. If you weigh yourself, make sure you're wearing something similar every day. Like don't get up on the scale in your, like your full winter gear with like heavy boots and jeans and like 
uh, at the at the end of the day after you eaten buffet and do that and then compare it to uh like a couple days later when you were like in your pjs and had just woken up because those are going to be drastically different measurements so make sure you measure yourself at the same time of the day wearing something similar so that it's actually applicable measurements right like you wouldn't measure your height wearing high heels and then barefoot and then say and get mad that you you shrunk right it's ridiculous so the same thing with your business and the same thing if you're still trying to lose weight out there man like hey buddy i'm pulling for you man <laughs> i'm just trying for you <laughs> uh but if you're if you're measuring your goals make sure that they're actual measurable measurable and they're consistent when you're doing the measure and then get specific right that's the s and smart i just reverse engineered this for you because i like to break things down backwards but the specific from all that is what can i do in this set of specific time how relevant should I make them? What's an achievable or non-achievable goal that's relevant? How can I measure them? And then how specific can I get? I like to get very, very, very specific, but I like to do that on a daily basis like I just talked about with my breaks. So that's set smart goals. That's number three on the prepare for a successful year. Number two is audit your life. We talked about that in the other one, cleaning out your garage and checking all those boxes. Do that with everything. Like just, if you got a friend who's just like a piece of shit. If you are that friend, better example. If you're the friend who's a piece of shit, be better. I, and, and I'm not poking at you. I am poking at you. But like, I've been there before, right? In fact, that was one of my goals. 22, 21, 22 was like, I've been a bad friend. And there's so much bad advice out there where people are like, oh, you know, leave, lose your friends. You know, you all grow them. You know, you're, and you're like, yeah, okay, sure. There are certain people that you probably shouldn't hang out with anymore in order if you actually want to grow. The people who are doing the same thing, they're going to the bar. But like if they're your boys and they, you get joy out of that, it's like there are obtainable things that you can get. You're like, oh, the friends are transactional. You, know, you make sure that your, your friends are, are of your net worth. Okay, but like also transactional is just hanging out with somebody and like laughing and joking around. That's still a dopamine hit and that can recharge you. So don't buy into all that BS out there. That's like, oh, well, you got to lose all your friends. I don't, I don't subscribe to that, but you need to make sure that you're a better friend so that you can still have those relationships that you have, that you want to keep. So, uh, audit your life in all, in all areas, in all aspects, and then review your, review your year. So, I think people with the biggest mistake that people make with this one, with this review year, their year is they try to look at the year as a whole to be like, oh, last year we did this. Okay. But you should really break it down. And that's why I like small chunks. That's why I like the two weeks and doing a retrospect and be like, what was that two weeks? Because when you're talking about your year, January of 23 is so long ago. There's so much that you, that, I mean, you're a completely different person. There are things that happen in January of last year that you have no idea just trying to remember what it was you have no idea what happened in January. i don't even know what i ate last week how am i going to remember what i did in january of this year i have no idea no clue i mean i could go into the crm and be like was it a good month yeah okay cool but like i have i have no i have no clue i, I mean i know that i made a few hires like i like okay this person was hired in january Okay, this person was hired in January, so it must have been a good month. But but in all honesty, I don't remember January, February of last year. There was a a vacation that we went on as a family in 
February that I thought happened in January. So like, how can you really take a, a hard look at what you did this year and actually break it down to this time of the year? Um, sorry about shaking the camera there, but how can you actually take a look at what it is that you did this year without taking notes and actually, you know, breaking down the year itself? So as much as it is important to review your year, take some time to reflect in the past year, what all you did to get accomplished and, and, you know, how you started the year and how you ended the year. More importantly, I think is going into this year, document the beginning of the year where you're at so that next year you can actually take a real look at what you did this year and have real measurable data around it. That's the nerd in me talking. So that when you go into 25, that doesn't mean that you start, don't do anything in 24. But when you go into 25, you're going to be in a better position than you are right now heading into 24. Maybe you'll get more accomplished. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll still suck. But that's, that's the three. So the three are set smart goals, which is, again, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound or time boxed, however you want to say it. Two is audit your life. Just take a hard look at yourself, man. Look in the mirror. Okay. Here's something for you. You're going to die. Okay. We're all going to die. So don't take yourself so seriously. Take a hard look at yourself and say, what am I doing? You know, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, analyze all, all areas, man. Be like, I suck. Just be brutally honest with yourself. I suck. And that's okay. It's better that you figure it out now. <laughs> you don't want somebody else to tell you suck. That that would be a backblower, man. So just take a hard look at your life, a hard look at your business, and be brutally honest with yourself, man, so you can make a make an attack on it. Look, man, we all suck. Let's be real. Like every single one of us, we're like, dude, we I suck. I something. You might be killing it in certain areas, which is another thing. Like I totally hate is these all these memes and reels and whatever they are they're like 2023 was the warm-up 24 we go down it's like what you're gonna post that every year every year it's the warm-up i thought last year was the warm-up <laughs> how long is your warm-up warm-ups are like 15 minutes not a full year i don't know if you guys have done like a real warm-up today but it's like a couple jumping jacks and stretch you know it's not a full year. It's not a thing, right? A warm up is like preparation. It's not like a, it's like a thing. So stop, stop posting that. Make yourself look stupid. So maybe audit that, buddy. Audit that a little bit. You'll feel better about yourself. So audit your life. And the last one is review your year. And make sure you do take a look at all the things you accomplished. So celebrate that as you head into the next year and take a look at how you can do it better. Uh, I'm doing that with this podcast. I listen to this podcast. I'm like, damn, this podcast sucks. <laughs> I need to be better. <laughs> uh, and I will be better. I'll be better. Promise. <laughs> so review your but as you head into this year, put things in place so that in at the end of 24, you actually have real measurables uh, if you haven't done so already. Because let's be honest, you don't remember what happened in January. You probably don't even remember what you ate for breakfast today. And that's okay, my friend. So guys, have a happy uh, new year. Merry Christmas. And uh, let's go get it. This was your warm up, right? Till next time, guys. See ya!